1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It is a picture of me sitting at the University of Maryland next to our statue of Kermit the Frog and Jim Henson. Um, (laughs) Kermit, as usual, is still in the show. Jim Henson on the right side is taking a very uh, humble kind of half cut out of the picture, but... Uh, doing good things, and I'm I'm trying to cozy I'm up completely there with to get his good memories. things. He's like, he has Kermit the Frog's hand on him. <laughs> He's doing good things. He's doing great things, uh, and yeah, I'm trying to steal the spotlight from Kermit, but nobody can do that.
2: That was, that was great. Over. <laughs> <Ooh>.
3: <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode, another installment of, of the, the program, another edition of Breeze and Bruins. Uh, my name is Drew Johnson. I'm here with Cam Hasbrook. Uh, no Chris Gear tonight, uh, but we do have Nick Lanciani and Jess Mosto, good friends of the podcast, as always. And always filling in at like a moment's notice we're literally like hey you guys happen to be free tonight both of our guests we've had we've rescheduled uh but you know we rescheduled them just for you two we wanted your thoughts on this podcast
2: that's so moving and kind thank you um
3: so what's everyone drinking anything new from the last episode or anything you want to re-rate now that you've had a little time. I, I got, I got do, do I so ruin I the magic? That.
2: Cam has something to share. Ooh.
1: Cam's got a uh, Baxter Coastal Haze IPA from Baxter Brewing. Oh, yeah. Uh, love me some you Baxter, Baxter Brewing. Baxter. Great cans, too. Very mainy. 5.9% uh, ABV Coastal Haze. There are many things that are distinct to Maine from our coastline to our people. This isn't a place where a little haze gets in our way. When the path seems unclear, mainers always come through. Coastal Haze was brewed for those moments. It's carefully crafted with a bright citrus aroma to honor the spirit of adventure and the ruggedness of our distinct state. Wow, what a touching touching spirit to Maine. Um this is a good IPA. I've had it on this pot, I think, a few weeks ago. Um it's a fruitier one for sure, definitely citrusy. Um on the sweeter side for an IPA, kind of a tangy. Um very I'm thinking like Tangerine is the, is the flavor that I'm getting from it, but I don't know if i I could be totally wrong there. Um, but a, a very good beer. You can't really go wrong with Baxter, especially their IPAs. There's this Coastal Haze and then uh, the Staycation Land that they have is also very good. Drinkability, very nice. uh, probably a, pretty good for an IPA because of the sweetness. I'd say like a 26. Uh, and the taste is definitely up there as well. I'd say a 32 and a half. Uh, not quite the 33, but Whoa. definitely above 32. So a 32 and a half. And I don't know if we've Damn. done fractions yet on on ratings. Well, so I might have just. Well, Lancy, have we
2: added to the spreadsheet? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna this add so one more
1: weird. decimal point, so Lancy's spreadsheet gets a little bit wider. Yeah, Maybe I want those facts to me too.
3: <laughs> you want them? Uh, anybody faxed? else have anything new? Or I want no? both of us to buy a fax machine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I'm drinking a Truly Watermelon Lemonade. Um, oh, nice. It's very sweet, but they go down like it literally tastes like watermelon juice. Like, you know, when you're biting a watermelon. So um, I could devour and crush these all day.
3: Yeah, last time I, I had a Truly Lemonade drink, I uh, it was after I went with and his girlfriend lauren out to a a restaurant slash brewery or bottling company i don't know what the fuck they were but they made a fish taco and it wasn't great and then i had like (laughs) five of those and (laughs) i uh, i I fell asleep in the bathroom at like uh, at one point because i uh yeah i had to yeah um, so it was kind of like a mix of food poisoning, I think, and those, mm-hmm. or maybe it was just those, and I'm trying to blame some of it on them.
2: Um, did you have fish? gluten? Were nope. The fish- maybe. Nope. Nope. Were the f- the fish tacos?
3: No, it was like a nope. corn tortilla. Corn corn tortilla, hundred yeah. percent clean. And
2: what were the fish dipped in?
3: i'd I'm fucking. Oh, it was good. It tasted good. It just wasn't okay. good for my body. I guess I don't know. Okay. But also, those are very sugary, and they can really, they can really get you. Yeah,
2: they so. can.
3: Yeah.
0: Still, never had watermelon uh, flavoring or the actual fruit. So, I
3: have not had the watermelon either. So maybe those are in the clear. Wait, I was, no. I think I think Lancey
2: means light. he's
1: never had anything. Yeah, he's never
2: flavoring. had watermelon. Mm-hmm.
1: Or this watermelon.
0: shouldn't surprise anyone. It's
1: Lancy, just so you know. It's one of those things where the watermelon flavor tastes absolutely nothing like watermelon whatsoever.
0: I would expect that because it's yeah. you know synthetic stuff, artificial.
1: Not so, that I, I like, you know
0: consume natural things, but
1: unlike <laughs> like the 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 spectrum of like how close fruit flavorings taste to the actual fruit, I think it's probably the furthest away. so everybody knows about watermelon. Watermelon. or most people, I guess, because Lancey doesn't, but most people know what watermelon flavor. Tastes like it's not watermelon oh, sugar.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And salad. that's what I was get, trying to get Drew to do. <laughs> song. Nice.
1: Anyway, uh, we're doing yeah. list of yeah. questions.
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: Drew, you want do you to them up, up if you need.
0: Do I want to uh, sneak a couple in before you go to the questions that you see in the public domain, or do I want to wait?
1: Uh, are they good questions? they might be all right yeah fire away what you got
0: all right because because i want to give a special shout out to you fan of the show and uh uh fellow friday night marbles marbler as we all call him s riley uh sean hey sean how's it going he was dming me earlier and he asked how many goals does oscar Steen score in the next four games he'll be allowed to play before being sentenced to his assignment to (laughs) Providence?" Uh, now I, I don't want to see him get sent down, but it may be inevitable because of the salary cap and everything. Mm-hmm. You could just stick stick him out in the taxi squad. But if he has to play, to, you know, keep performing the way he's been performing, how many more goals does he score in four,
3: in four games. games? So the theory is he plays four more. The theory is um, he plays four more. One more goal, but I'd give him a couple points. I'd give him a couple assists there. I'd say a goal and two assists. Seems, fair.
1: Seems fair. That was fair. that was my exact answer actually. Was the also game. they're
3: gonna have played uh two of those games if he if he plays Tuesday and Thursday, uh, by the time this is right. <laughs> released, that's true. Well, so we're recording one, on Monday, so yeah. this
0: comes out. It's uh, he's already scored that goal and had two assists. Yeah, he's already Every scored time. a
3: goal I'm and an assist, so he's, he just needs one more helper in two games. So we get... Or we
0: can pretend that it's four more from Friday. So you oh. know, take it any way you want. Uh, and second question: Do you, these wins from the last weekend? from Monday's episode, do they and the, the roster changes that have been made, the, the line changes, reflect a change in mindset since Bruce came back from the COVID protocol or is it yeah. just simply out of necessity?
3: I, I think he had a few and was just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck Bjork. I'm going to make these lines. He's <laughs> a <thieving> dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's now the new segment of the Bruce and Bruins podcast. Yeah, I don't approve this. At all. Drew bees. We Drew,
3: can bleep it out. I don't know. Drew becomes mean <laughs> too, What do you want to do? <laughs> uh,
1: not bully Anders Bjork is what I want to do. I, I I'm that.
3: not bullying him. Bruce you Cassidy are, allegedly you did, according
1: bullying. to me. <laughs> it according Seems me. like you're bullying. It does,
0: it does feel that way.
2: It does that's feel like
0: gatekeep. bullying Pro-off. Anders Bjork. Oh. That's that's a new merch. I just change mentality. Change
1: mentality. I don't I don't know. I think clearly everything wasn't quite working. And and again, it's sort of like we said last time, whether that was because they don't have all the pieces they need or just purely based on how weird the schedule has been or a combination is is unknown. Um, But I think... I'm I'm comfortable with like making some changes and trying to trying to see it out. I mean, there's it, always that question of should you break up the erection line, and it's it's a hard question because yes. the Bruins are such a top-heavy yes. team that board. if you if you break it up, you're you're risking so much of their production. But again, they are so top-heavy because you kept it that way. So like a chicken and egg okay. kind of thing. I think right now it's worth trying, especially with the depth issues that they've had. If you can move guys up and down the lineup a little bit, or at least through that top six, it's worth doing. Um, And I think that's kind of more of a willingness that we're seeing, especially with David Krejci gone now to do that uh, for Bruce Cassidy. So uh, look, like, like Drew said, you've got seven of your next or nine of your next 11 games at home, including a seven game home stretch. That's an opportunity to really play around with some stuff. I think, Um, I think if you get through mid January with these changes and you're in need of points and it's not working, then maybe you, you put it back together, but I think for now, yeah, I'm with you, Lance. I think you break it up and, and uh, see if you can spread it out a little bit more. Seems to be working in a very small sample size so far.
3: Or
0: you just get through January, see what you have, and you go from there as you approach the deadline. You know, but mm-hmm. if you still need a second line center, then you try to get that. But for now,
2: can I offer you Sean Monahan?
0: I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say no to that. Sean yeah, Monahan for Anders
3: Bjork. In
2: <laughs> and oh, a, well, a second. But <laughs> anyway,
0: you know, if if we want to talk about the the lines themselves for a minute here. Craig Smith is the Swiss Army knife of top six forwards. He can play however you want him to play. He's just, number one, handsome and also that good. Uh, Mostly handsome. Taylor Hall is a fast skater. He can get down the ice. He can get breakaways like, you know, they're going out of style. All this kind of crazy good stuff, and occasionally he'll score more often than Eric Halla typically scores, although he had a sweet goal against Detroit. Both of those guys, though, can get down from one end of the ice to the other. It would make sense to put them together and see what happens. And I think they've found not necessarily a gold mine. Of course, it, it could work out to be very well. It could be the equivalent of getting Blake Coleman in a trade. Hello, Tampa. And just solidifying your top nine forward group with this option down the middle where, yeah, occasionally you might put Charlie Cole if you want a little more size on the second line. But in reality, if you want someone that can play to the style of Hall a little bit better, Holla fits the role. hall has got to start thinking, shoot first a bit more. And he's done that in the last couple of games. But, you know, at points this season, he's been a bit more of a playmaker. And it's like, no, no, you're Taylor Hall. You can do it all. It's in your name. The last three letters. Uh, But Holla is the playmaker. (laughs) He can set things up. And he also
2: has all in his name.
0: Exactly. Yeah. kind of but anyway <laughs> if, if you have holla down the middle and you have two guys that can score on the wing it sounds a lot like the first line now doesn't it you have patrice bergeron down the middle and you have brad Marshan and craig smith on the wings that can score goals david Postron could come out of his slump any day now and magically you have a dominant top six and also, I just think that in general, Charlie Coyle plays better to Jake DeBrusque's style. They both kind of play that, you know, they'll go in the corner and try to win the battle before they do something with it. And uh, and they can kind of get out of the zone fast. DeBrusk perhaps a bit faster than Coyle. If that stays the way that's been productive, of course, you know, people will be like, oh, but he's requested a trade. That doesn't mean that he gets traded. And it doesn't mean that it stays, you know, a request he could rescind it and say you know what it turns out things are going well i like it here I, I would rather not move anything because i think i have a good chance of winning now that's all hypothetical that's if this works out and we get three more months of this and you know things are looking great and the fourth line you know we, we discussed it earlier in the week when it comes down to so oscar Steen probably should get more of a look shouldn't he huh hey look at those um... eyes whoo Again,
2: he, he looked good against the Flames.
3: Teams, best looking team. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, and official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp so that you can feel the sweat like never before. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. What are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE
1: uh all right let's move on to some listener questions we've got a few and we also just oh you're host now comments. yay <laughs> no I, i'm still going to toss back to you but I, I am taking the host duties for this second because we also have a lot of listener comments instead of questions because yes you're, you're, yes, you're out right out you're right very being you guys. my favorite comment was from when chanel asked is this like five years old and i was like no i'm pretty sure this picture is like almost exactly five years old i think it was taken <laughs> Uh, either late 2016 or early 2017, I think it was early 2017. So this is about. A it fight. was
3: April third.
1: Young It was and a dapper cam. My haircut was looking pretty dapper fire. cam. Uh, dapper of course, cam. I'm not looking nearly as good. Uh, as actually, Kermit's we call, we just call that damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you not not uh, who didn't see the tweet, it is a picture of me sitting at the University of Maryland next to our statue of Kermit the Frog and Jim Henson. Um, Kermit as usual is still in the show Jim Henson on the right side is taking A very uh, humble kind of half Cut out of the picture but uh, doing good things, and I'm, I'm trying to cozy the up get his good things. He's like, he has Kermit the Frog's hand on him. <laughs> He's yeah. doing good things. He's doing great things. Uh And, yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to steal the spotlight from Kermit, but nobody can do that. Uh Anyway, Drew, thank you for that photo. That's really great. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. It. Like I said in the tweet, I heard that social media engagement comes with, you know, graphics. Like, it can really enhance that. So I thought I'd, I Googled Cam Hasbrook, and that came up. And yeah. I think it's, I it's still attached to your profile on the hockey writers i'm surprised
1: that profile still exists but um i'm (laughs) bummed because that that maryland sweatshirt i'm wearing i loved and it was it was lost to the i do know where it is Sort of, but it's, it's not it's, lost. it's gone forever. No, it's it's lost. It's gone forever, but I do know where it is. It's
2: is it in someone else's possession? It
1: is in someone else's possession. Oh, I know or at least no. last I knew it was. Uh no, it's gone. It's wrong. gone it forever. It's mm. out of the state. It's fine. <laughs> Although I'm also out of the it's state. Not fine, it's not
0: fine, and he's clearly I saved. Person. I, I not. Saved, I'm, uh, I'm, saved my uh there's a wound there. a,
1: about the sweatshirt, just to be clear. There's a wound about the sweatshirt. It's a really nice sweatshirt, but
0: it's he, fine. he <laughs> got the picture of the Kermit and everything's fine now. Speaking of Kermit I got oh, another one that was the a t-shirt shirt. has Kermit on it for some inexplicable reason. It's a Nebraska Husker shirt. Shout out to my brother. Anyway. Uh, uh so that was the thing
3: I saved my, uh, Bruins, uh, winter classic 2011, uh, sweatshirt have... from the, the clutches of hell, um, just in the nick of time. So uh, that, that was good. Anyway. Wow. Uh, so now we're talking about. <laughs> anyway. anyway. All I'm going to say is
1: if you find yourself in god <laughs> and you see my sweatshirt,
3: please grab it back. Thank yeah, you. Man. I, I, actually, send me on an undercover mission. I'll be in the back Through the seat Rockies. of the car. i <laughs> will find it there. Ninja Drew. That's I won't weird. even have to scare anyone. I'll just find it there and be like, oh, okay. There you go. You um, scare me all the time, so. Oh, love you too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the question we, we kind of talked about, so was, uh, Robert Schlosser, good friend of the pod, has actually been on the pod. Uh, he asked, do you have any overreactions to the recent line shakeups after two games? I think we kind of covered that. Well, so no, I don't know if there's this anything one's different else
0: because we, we covered... The, the reaction. normal reaction. This is yeah, the okay. overreaction. All right, so all right. all right. Freak freak the hell out about David Posternock being on the first line, which is something that Bruins fans would totally do, right? Like one night they, he'd be on the first line, he doesn't score. Why isn't he scoring? He gets demoted to the second line. Why is he on the first line? Like that's the kind of overreaction mm-hmm. that I think he's probably looking for here. So um, so that's just my overreaction. Is that why isn't David Posternach perfect and golden and everything? Because people have unrealistic expectations every single night.
2: He's a anyway, under-
0: Tuca is going to come back and blow a game, right?
2: Period.
0: Oh, he's he's the best goaltender in all history. Not cup-wise, but say percentage-wise.
1: Anyway. I got a good overreaction here. Four points from Charlie McAvoy in two nights to, to turn the ship around for the Bruins and turn the ship around on his Norris Trophy odds. This is the production boost that he needs because, once again, the Norris Trophy is only valued by offensive output, which, you know, riddle me that. Uh, you say it's this a is be start. yeah this is gonna be the start of a a fuck ton of production from our man charlie mcavoy throughout the rest of the season yeah it was close though <laughs> uh, so yeah mcavoy's going off the rest of the season he's putting pucks in nets and pucks on sticks to go in nets so whoo. oh chuck chuck norris baby chuck norris 2022 hell yeah
0: dr oz is running for something anyway um, oz,
2: I literally a scam artist yeah He's, just, he's
1: scamming Donald Trump's platform in Pennsylvania. It's,
3: it's... I think uh, sticking with the line changes, these lines need names. And maybe we, we won't finalize one for a little bit, but I think, you know, the erection line is now the erect line because it's still it's still got that that. Oomph, but... Why, why not just
2: call it the Foster? knock
3: Foster not got the version. shun to the second line.
0: You know, I was trying to think of something for the second line because it's, you know, the the hall, No, not that. Pasta. Holistic pasta Hol-lasta line. <laughs>
3: <I'm> not <sure laughs> that. It's a nice kind of pasta. Hol-lasta. Well, if they skate
0: very fast, they could be hauling ass. But
3: mm.
1: hauling ass. Bring back Adam Oates, and you can have the hauling line. <laughs> hauling ass to the garden uh no, all right next next question and let we sorry
3: yeah um, we get moving here let's see what was this taken like five years ago we answered that one um let's see next hockey question <laughs> all right uh patrick patrick laverty good friend of the prod uh follow him at Plaverty. p laverty 24 <laughs> um <laughs> yes um, that's how it's pronounced he says okay here you go drum roll please some outlets are already bringing up the idea of: What if the Oilers miss the playoffs? Would McDavid ask for a trade? And if he did, let's hear your best
1: realistic offers the Bruins can make. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> just jump in here and say, Patrick's question is flawed to begin with because there is no realistic offer that the Bruins can make for David Pasternak. That I being, think, said, I think it's Pasternak. realistically that they would accept. Yeah. Because I okay. think there There's, is there, but I don't think it's realistic for the Bruins. Yeah, side. that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. I, I hey, Obviously, I would think it would be David Pasternak or Charlie McAvoy as the centerpiece. And no, even both. then, you would probably need both and more. Yeah. Um, Connor McDavid is it's early in his career. I think he's going to be, you know, I don't think this is groundbreaking. One of the best players that's ever played the game if he's not in that conversation already. Obviously, too early from a production standpoint to tell, and people would be like Wayne Gretzky and different eras and all that shit. The guy does things on the ice that very, very few people have ever done before on a very routine basis. We'll see, and we'll have those conversations when it's wrapped up. But this is not—he's not a franchise player. He's not a generational player. He is like whatever he the player. next level is above generational player. He is like—he is God, is what you're he is a—he's a sport-defining player. You, mm-hmm. you can look at him and just be like, watch this dude and tell me hockey's not fucking awesome because look at what that guy's doing out there. It's it's otherworldly. Well, you um, could
3: look at him and be like, who is this awkward human? And then be like, oh, yeah, he plays really good. hockey. show, just show the person pictures person. of him show.
1: at the airport and then, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Uh, anyway, it's going to have to be probably Posternock and McAvoy plus... All of your Uh, first first round round picks, picks and 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 probably somebody else. So there's no way the Bruins can pull it off. But I think that would have to be the starting point. Which, if I'm the Bruins, taking into account how good I just said, you know Connor McDavid is, it's still not worth it because then you just become the Oilers, where you have a really, really expensive top level player. But this is hockey, not basketball, and. You you just gave up like your your goaltending your top defender your star forward. It's, there's no way the Bruins can make it work.
0: Yeah, I the only you know, wild talk- card I'd add to that is like with Jake with Jake with Jack Eichel. He was hurt, and the Sabers have lost so many times that he's gotten so frustrated, and it reached that threshold of trade me right now or else. Right. Whereas McDavid's had a taste of the playoffs. He's been hurt, but he rehabbed his knee without having I to do surgery. I hope he
2: rehabbed his knee.
0: Which, again, fingers crossed that that doesn't ever have any other issues. Otherwise, you're talking about like Connor McDavid, Bobby Orr, same plane of knee injuries putting them out way before their time. Um, but the Oilers have all the chips in any hypothetical McDavid trade. That's that's just the fact. Like the Sabers were playing from behind, even though they had the best player in the deal. Yeah. Whereas the Oilers, it doesn't matter. They have Connor
1: McDavid. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think that's the thing, too, though. Like, when talking about the Jack Eichel trade, as far as I'm concerned or I was concerned, no player was untouchable. And when it came to that, I, obviously, unless they have the no trade clause or whatever. But I don't know what's more than like not untouchable. Because when you have McDavid on the line, like you give up your your firstborn for that, I, I don't think that's allowed. But... <laughs> that's a hell of
1: a deal, still too. That's you're yeah. getting you getting good value there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you think know, Jeremy Jacobs would songs. give up his? Uh, would
3: you think that Jeremy Jacobs would give up? His Jeremy Jacobs doesn't song? even know who Connor McDavid is. Probably. Oh, you're right. He so just knows. Likely. Well, I actually no. know he does because he knows how much money he'd bring him in jersey sales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, he has
2: his own spreadsheet.
3: <laughs> yeah. And he also, he also has a copy of Lancey's spreadsheet on him, the number of appearances <laughs> and beer ratings and all that, just just so he has it. Um, but I, I would maybe say, you know, we kind of talked about that. Jack Eichel, where we've talked about in the past, and many people talked about it's Posternock or McAvoy or both. Um, I think it's Posternock and McAvoy or both, as in you have to trade two Posternocks and two McAvoys so I can get McDavid. Like Clone realistically, I think it would be and then... I think it would be Pasta, McAvoy, and Marshawn. Marshawn just being the one player that like has a little life left in them, and maybe they can, you know, make a playoff push that year. Um, I would say like a Bergeron, but he's getting a little he's a little bit older, he's getting a little bit closer. That window's closing a little bit. Uh, more quickly than Marshawn's is, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I don't think it ever happens. I think even if McDavid asked for a trade, I feel like the Oilers would be like, you kidding me? Come on, you're going to ride this out for a little bit as long as we have you signed. Like, I don't, like, sorry, but, like, if I'm the GM there, I would not honor that request. I would just be like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> like, no, sorry. <laughs> Your generational talent, system. we are holding on to you. Thanks Hang for asking.
2: Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not not happening Blocks yeah i wonder i do
3: wonder what patrick's answer to that is uh but yeah um next question comes from lauren healy and i understand she's an anchor uh and reporter for wgme i've i've never hung out with her ever in my life i've never of the pod. yeah i've never yeah. I I don't know who this is, but it, it, she's asking when I'm gonna ski with you, uh you and her, Cam. So uh, I don't know why. She, she didn't actually specify that. me. So oh you're right, but she added bruise and Bruins in you. So it was either when am I skiing with Bruce and Bruins in her or when am I skiing with you and her. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I guess we can. The last time I, I okay, this is this is girlfriend, by say, the way, I... everyone. If you if you didn't, if you if you weren't <laughs> aware. Um, That I was making a horrible joke. Uh, I've skied with Lauren and Cam once and that time a before they were dating and I called that they were going to be dating in the near future um, matchmaker drew Johnson in the house. B, I also almost got decapitated by <laughs> <injury>. That was <laughs> so a near experience. I'm a little hesitant. That's fair. Payment <laughs> um, for
0: matchmaking but, is decapitation these days. <laughs>
3: yeah, you no, know, certainly. We're going to have to that. hit a Midnight Madness at Shawnee Peak this year for sure. Um, yeah. And I want to hit – I've talked about this uh, with you, Cam, but I want to hit least. Sunday River too this
1: year, so we'll oh, try yeah. to do that too. Oh, yeah. Um, Drew, I will do my best not to nearly decapitate you, and that doesn't mean I'm going to finish the job this time. That means I'm going to try to stray further. <laughs> finish away the bit. fucking job. Fuck <laughs> nearly Fuck yours. I'm trying to stray away nearly. from you. So, um, yeah, no, we got to do it soon though, for sure.
3: Definitely. Um, let's see that Terps hoodie though. Nice sweater. Uh, pretty obvious that Kermit the Frog is the star of the photo here, but that's eight. Uh, that one, last one was from Cam. Um, I think that's all the questions we have, unless there was any to our I, quote I tweet. It, yeah. Let's see. We had a quote tweet. No one responded, and that was follow-up Ooh. question. What would you name the new top two lines? That received one like, and it was from <laughs> Chanel. It wasn't even from any of us. None of the co-hosts. <laughs> I tweeted it, and I didn't even like it. There you I go. I hated man. that tweet.
0: <laughs> I purposefully have not looked at Twitter in the time that we've been recording, except for one notification, and that was from... Uh, Craig Customs retweeting some guy that made the announcement on Fanatics acquiring tops.
3: But anyway. No, uh, Ken know. Rosenthal is no longer part of the MLB network. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
0: I'll but... go like your tweet now, by the way, that's what I'm trying that. to say. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I should
3: yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's all unless there's any final thoughts. Um, what are your... boys, Everyone say a word to describe. How they feel right now, whether that be about hockey or life or the pursuit of happiness.
2: <laughs> Comfortable. A few
0: different things.
2: We'll go with comfort.
1: Uh, That was my word. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah.
0: Come up with just a single word about hockey, life. And what was the third thing?
2: Pursuit of, of happiness. happiness. Which is, Pursuit. Again, back <laughs> that that exists. <laughs> that guy
0: goes high. back to hockey.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll just go with Stanley.
1: Yeah, let's get it. I'm
0: going to go in that case. Not, not for the Bruins, but like that encompasses hockey, happiness, and just, yeah,
3: Stanley. Fine. And then I'm going to go with cup, cup of beer. Mm. Or yeah.
1: a couple beers awesome.
3: eh? or a couple beers a couple beers